this hit make my people wanna jump, jump. Don't this hit make my people wanna jump, jump. Don't this hit make my people wanna Alright, alright sis, good job Alright, let's get right to it I don't know if you guys know this, but this year is a year they're going to have the World Baseball Classic. It's always a, a, a good time. It's become an even better time because Mike Trout's playing, because more players are playing, because it's a big, big deal. People understand how exciting it is. And that's why the Baseball is a Boring Brand is welcoming with open arms the expert, the guy who has dominated WBC coverage on social media for about a couple months now. That's Sean Spradling, who is kicking off his podcast under the Bite Baseballs and Boring umbrella. WBC Central, it kicks off this week. And having had Sean on the podcast already, I can tell you, He's awesome to talk to, and if you don't follow him, you should do that absolutely right now, at Sean underscore Spradling. Sean, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm super excited to talk. I mean, like you said, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, you got Sandy Alcantara. It's like you go down the list of stars in the league, and they're pretty much playing. Is Sedan Raphael playing? I don't even know. Is he playing? Is he playing, Cotillo? I think he is, yeah. Yes, so the, there you go. He's on the preliminary roster. He should be playing. Okay, so um, I just that was top of mind. That was a squirrel moment for me, so I apologize. So the, with me, Sean, is Chris Cotillo of Mass Live, and Coop, uh, one of the founding members of Baseball Isn't Boring. You'll get to know him more and more and more. What's up, Sean? As we, uh, as we unroll the, the awesome WBC Central podcast. So, Sean, awesome. like in when it when it comes to and I, you know, I said sort of we're Red Sox centric on this show. When it comes to the Red Sox players who are partaking in this, and there's quite a few. How how many you you follow all the teams and all the players are going from whatever team? Are the Red Sox sort of representative of the number of guys who are going to play in the WBC? Are they more? Are they less? Do you have any idea? Yeah, that's so I, I do try to cover all 20 countries in the WBC sort of like as an aggregator for World Baseball Classic content because there isn't really someone that does that um, really for all of the countries. So I've been trying to track all of the different preliminary rosters. Uh, the final rosters are due uh, February 7th. So right now, up to this point, there's only 50 man preliminary rosters for each country. When it comes to the Red Sox, Honestly, I think they have uh, more players than most other MLB clubs. I think I counted 11 total Mm. that are on preliminary rosters at this point. That includes both MLB players as well as, uh, for example, Sedan Rafaela, who's uh, in the organization. Wow. I mean, we we know that spring training is going to look weird, but that's particularly going to look weirder. Um, Shaw, can you run them down for us? Oh, all 11? Yeah, let's hear all 11. All right, let's do it. Do you have them? So it's, I mean, yeah, spring training is going to look very different, I think, for a lot of different teams. The team, the, the players that I've confirmed that are on the preliminary roster, you got Nick Pavetta for Canada. Um, and them being on the preliminary rosters does not mean that they're going to play in the WBC quite yet. They have to make the final rosters, and the teams actually have to, uh, like, sign off, essentially, for the players to play. So we don't know if all, all, all 11. But Nick Pavetta, Canada. For the Kingdom of the Netherlands, you got both Kenley Jansen and Sedane Rafaela. Puerto Rico, Tristan Casas and Kike Hernandez. Dominican Republic, Rafael Devers. Mexico, there's three, actually. Jaron Duran, Alex Verdugo, and Marcelo Meyer. Uh, Japan, Masataki Yoshida. And then newly signed in the Red Sox organization, uh, Israel, Ryan Sheriff. Ooh, there you go. Quality yeah. list. Didn't know that one. Sean, yeah. I have a question real quick. What, yeah. you know, we see with, like, the Olympics, a lot of people having to commit and the... the, the 
the rigidness of having them commit to a country, why does it feel like people are flip-flopping all over the place? I mean, like Marcus Stroman was the most recent one who he went on to win a WBC with the Team USA the last time, I believe, and now he's playing yeah. for uh, Team Puerto Rico. What's the actual process yeah. of like, What is there a transfer portal? Like, how does this all go about? Yeah, that is a great question because that one was wild and caught everybody by surprise. The Marcus Stroman one, he won WBC MVP in 2017, won the championship with USA, pitched against Puerto Rico, and now he's playing for Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, so that one caught everybody by surprise. He, his mom is Puerto Rican. I have yet to officially confirm this, and this is kind of another issue. The WBC like rules and regulations are a little bit, they, they like to keep them private um, for the federation, so I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but from what I've gathered, I think you can change one time. So you can change the company, the country that you represent if you are eligible to one other country. So for example, Marcus Stroman played for USA. He will now play for Puerto Rico or, uh, there's been a, a few other. younger guys that have played team USA baseball coming up. And I've noticed that they've now kind of aligned with countries of, you know, their nationality or ancestry. Correct. Exactly. Or for example, A-Rod, he did the same thing. He played for USA and then for the Dominican Republic. Um, you got guys like Manny Machado. He played for Team USA when he was younger and then now plays for the Dominican Republic. So I don't think there's a rule. I think, I think the rule is you can switch one time and then it's sort of kind of locked in. For example, like in the, in the World Cup, you're cap tied. So if you play for a country for a certain amount of like games, then you have to play for that national team for the rest of your life. I don't know if it's the same for for the WBC. I think you can change one time. So when you look at this, this uh, how this is unfolding, and w- one of the big rants I have in the last week is I can't believe that they didn't have the, the new MLB rules within the WBC because if you go far in the WBC, you're going to have a week to get used to the rules. So how yeah. is it going to look when it comes to when these guys get to spring training, preparing for the WBC? When did they go to their teams? That's another thing, Sean, that Adam Jones had mentioned he thought was a big reason why they did better was that they got together mm-hmm. earlier. So what's and I know that usually Japan is is training right now. I remember going back. Daisuke Matsuzaka didn't even like, he didn't come to spring training. He trained all almost all spring training in Japan with that team. Yeah. Uh, how's that look in terms of the players? Like some of the players that you're mentioning, how's that look in terms of in the next few weeks getting ready for a the team or b WBC team? Yeah, so I think from what I've seen, the pitchers and catchers for the WBC actually report maybe two or three days before the official reporting to their MLB clubs. So if you're playing in the WBC, you report to your country's like training camp, more or less uh, a couple days before. I don't remember the exact date, but they do report a couple days before and they'll start training with them. Like you said, though, I think you can start training before the first like. Japan's going to, they're already training. They're already playing. A lot of them are playing together and, um, and kind of preparing for the tournament. I think Venezuela is sort of doing the same thing. Uh, they have a lot of, uh, players that are going to be in a training camp before they officially decide on the 30 man roster. So it's a few days before, but not, not a full week before like MLB, uh, players report to the team. All right. So when it comes to, we played this game when you came on the podcast. This is, you have the great power rankings. I love it. I love it. 
And <laughs> and so Coop Coop is a, a big Team USA guy, correct? Coop, I I love the country. What you love can the I say? country. You, you're you're, you're going to hate me for liking the, no, the Constitution. No, I'm, I'm not going to. So in in the Coop Power Rankings, he's going to put Team USA as number one. But I, it, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, oh, sorry, I don't mean to. I'm put patriotic. Words I'm not stupid. All right, so yeah, it is pick with his brain. It, it, it is it is crazy. And and Sean, when you put out the rosters and the and projected lineups, it is nuts. This is why I think it's a great topic conversation and will be for the next month and a half or so to get these collection of guys particularly this year more than any other year it's insane and well the, the dominican roster dominican lineup when i saw that i'm like holy crap like that is unbelievable it's i mean it's unfair Raptors yeah but DA, you put right? but didn't you put did you put i can't remember shot have you changed your power rankings at all did where do you have them I haven't changed them yet. I think I'm going to release a new power rankings the first of every month up to March. So February 1st, I'll update them. Not sure yet if I'm flipping them or not, but in my first, on January 1st, I did put out those power rankings. I had Dominican Republic number one. But it's a true 1A, 1B with the USA and Dominican Republic. Both teams have MVPs and all-stars literally all across the field. It's ridiculous. Can I get, Bishan, can I give you the lineup? This, this is from your Twitter account, at Sean yep. underscore Spradling. Starling Marte, this is Dominican Republic. Starling Marte, Starling Marte, uh, Julio Rodriguez in center, Juan Soto in right, Manny Machado at third, Jeremy Pena at short, Jose Ramirez at second, Vladimir Guerrero at ju- uh, junior at first, Cindy Alcantara, he's there, the starting number one pitcher, uh, Rafael Devers DHing, who was asked about this at the winter weekend, and he and he was like, "Well, where would you put me in the lineup?" And he he does not <laughs> like being put behind anybody in Major League Baseball. But right now, it looks like he was probably going to be the DH. Uh, unfortunately, Gary Sanchez is the catcher, but you know I'm not even going to get into the bench. It's crazy, but but it's not that what, as crazy as that is, Sean. Like Team USA, Team Japan, and maybe even Puerto Rico. I mean, that's not far off either, right? Oh no, not at all. You I mean USA's lineup stacks up right up there with the Dominican Republic. I would say USA has the best offense. You got if you look at their lineup, outfield Kyle Tucker, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, like. Already ridiculous. And then the infield, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner at shortstop, Jeff McNeil at second, or Tim Anderson or Bobby Witt. Um, you got Paul Goldschmidt at first base, uh, catcher Real Muto. So that's, there's no hole throughout that entire lineup. You look at the Dominican Republic roster, and it's so funny because if you tweet out the uh, Dominican Republic's team, or their roster on Twitter, everybody looks at Gary Sanchez and is like, wait, they can't find one better <laughs> better catcher than him to go there? And it's so funny because last year, J-Ram, Jose Ramirez, he was like, well, I'm I'm all into this team. If you want me to catch even, I'll catch. And then everybody kind of laughed at that because that's actually the one position that they need. But, yeah, both teams have unbelievable offenses. Well, you know, so it's good stuff coming. And I will look forward to it all, Sean. Uh, WBC Central Podcast on the Baseball Isn't Boring Podcast Network. Uh, and you were, what are we, we're planning on Tuesday? Tuesday, is that the first one right now? You think? Yeah, I think we're going to try Tuesday. All right, Tuesday. All right. So you got you got it locked in. You're ready to go. This is a big deal. I'm ready. Big deal. That's the, that's the true first day of the week, in my opinion. So to kick it off on Tuesday, that's the best way to do it. It is, but Sean, like you know this. I mean, this is, and we've talked about this. It is crazy. I think that 
that people don't understand, this is going to be an enormous thing. It's not, as much as I love um, the AAA players on AM radio for the Red Sox radio network, it is going to be crazy. And I tell people, say, if you're going to go down to spring training, go to the spring training games, listen to the spring training games, but make sure you swing by. And if you get a chance, go to these games. It's, it's not maybe exactly like the World yeah. Cup, but it's as close as you're going to come with baseball, right? Yeah, I think this podcast is honestly way more a testament to the tournament and just like the our sport, like how beautiful this game is in different countries. Because the only reason I have any following is because all of these different players and fans from all these different countries are so incredibly passionate about the WBC. This is their World Cup. Like if you go to Japan, everyone's talking about it. If you go to Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, like it's it's going to be the biggest thing in baseball for for a long time uh, in a lot of these countries. So I'm super excited. I think it's the best brand of baseball, just getting to represent your own country and just see the pride and honor that they have, the players have, and that is going to be so fun. And now they have gear. They finally have gear. They have gear. Yes. They have team, team Puerto Rico's uh, right. jerseys. But, but Sean, Sean pointed this out. They didn't even have gear what, until like a week ago, right? Oh, they don't. They <laughs> A lot of them haven't even released them yet. I kind of had to find those pictures myself. Um, just sort of leaked in another... Uh, far off website. So that, even Team USA hasn't really released anything yet. I'm still waiting for them actually to put it on the MLB's website or New Era's website. But they do have photos of the hats. Um, those are on my Twitter if you want to see them. Yeah. So Sean underscore Spiraling. Excellent job. WBC Central. Go to the baseball. Is it boring? Subscribe right now. Get that first podcast. It's going to be awesome. Sean, thanks so much, man. I look forward to it. Absolutely. This is super fun. I appreciate it. All right. Excellent job. All right. That was Sean Spryley talking about the WBC. Excellent job, Cotillo, asking all the tough questions. Yeah, well, what I want to say is, you know, you talk about Red Sox fans going to Fort Myers. Fort Myers is where the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico are training. So that is, uh, that's a take it, it, right there, too. It is like, so I've covered, I covered a WBC workout up in Toronto once. And like, so it's almost more surreal than the games. Because obviously you just have this, this, this collection. It's, sort of the it's like a Field of Dreams type you, moment. Coop, you know this. You went to the All-Star game. The I All-Star did. game is sort of a marketing thing. It's, it's chaotic. It's, it's very like these guys are being pulled in all the different. This is about actually playing the game of baseball and trying to win. By the way, that Team Dominican, they could beat both the AL and NL of last year. Like they, that, oh, that yeah, team is a wagon. Of course. Absolute wagon. Yeah, of Here, course. Here's a game. Oh, I like, I games. like games. Go around the diamond if you're going to a Red Sox spring training game, who you're going to see during those weeks. All right, we can do that. You know what we'll, we'll do? The, we'll, the grandparents that go to all those games will surely be missing. We're going 